Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks. And Arnold Reasons. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. And once again, for the benefit of the listeners who can't see or may not know, Tolu is once again overseas. (laughs) (laughs) Gallivanting, I believe is the term. We're we're starting to notice a bit of a trend and a little bit of a theme here. Tolu seems like he's doing that lifestyle. Yep, I like to be out of the country is the theme. (laughs) And uh, the good Lord is providing opportunities. So the reason I'm out, so we're in Norway at the moment because mm. um, my wife is part of a band as you guys know from the from the Hope Gene episode um, mm. and they actually have the opportunity to do a, a couple of I don't know if they're gigs or engagements I don't know what to call them anymore um, they're gigs bro. so there's a they're gigs yeah I think we're um, gigs <laughs> I think so but it's like we out here touring say, that's what we're doing we're touring <laughs> we're touring um, so they've got a um, like a evangelism gospel march thing that's mm. happening on Saturday um, and then a bit of a concert on Saturday evening and then they are before they're doing worship with the church on Sunday mm. morning so yeah so the weekend is pretty full so we came out a few days early just to like see Norway Carla's got some some really close friends out here um, mm. so yeah we're staying with them and just seeing the sights living that life that's good is it your first time in Norway first time in Norway but definitely not the last really definitely not the last yeah Norway bro it's beautiful I was gonna say in less, in less than 60 seconds sell it to me and listeners why should we go okay. to Norway so if you come at this time of the year it's like daylight until 11 30 at night there's mountains mm. and fjords and the sun is beautiful the air is clean like you can feel that the air is clean people are friendly it's just yeah it's just a great time it's very, it's very beautiful, very picturesque. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. How long would you recommend staying there for? <laughs> Depends on your pocket, mate, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing about Norway, it is expensive. It is expensive. So yeah, it depends. Uh, really? Count the cost before you go. Yeah, yeah. But if you know people here and stuff like that and you can stay somewhere for free, then yeah, I would stay as long as possible. Okay. As as possible. Yeah. Sounds good. Norway, Norway, Norway. Might have to try and check that one out sometime soon. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but, next hoping trip, we'll do an RTB trip as well. Come on. Expenses paid? By RTB, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so today I've actually got a moving swiftly on. Yeah, 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 definitely. Sponsor our trip to Norway, guys. Um, <laughs> a very, very bad joke. Don't worry about that. I know, I um, think I know what joke you're gonna make as well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that one for another time. Um, so yes, yeah, so I had a bit of a, a, a conversation idea today around something that something that happened recently. Um, to me or in one of my days and it reminded me that you had told me that you were involved in the same thing recently so the thing I'm talking about is gardening <laughs> <laughs> oh lord you're laughing already okay. bro <laughs> I, I am <laughs> because bro the gardening killed me it nearly <laughs> offed me that's why 
<laughs> so this is the funny thing is that we've not actually spoken about it. So hearing you say that is very, very interesting. It's okay. very interesting. So let's go back a little bit. Um, did you grow up with gardens and things like that? Just generally speaking, was that something that was a part of your childhood, your upbringing and stuff? That is a good question. So I think up until I was maybe 10 years old, mm. we lived in like flats and ghettos and things mm. where there was there was definitely no gardens. But I think maybe mm. once I was maybe 11 or 10 years old, I think that's when we started having a garden, mm. maybe a bit earlier. Yeah, like maybe nine, I think. Who used to look after it? Ah, bro, it was it was a mix of different chores for different children, but mostly <laughs> mostly me or my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, man. That's good. So I I didn't grow up with gardens. We grew up in. Okay. I think for the most most of my childhood, we were in a masonette, um, and I think even before then, a flat. And I think before then, I was too. I'm too. I was too young to remember. Um, mm. So if we ever did have a garden, I didn't know about it. In the masonette, okay. we had like a back park, which mm. it was council, so they maintained everything. And yes. so obviously, growing up, I took everything for granted. I just didn't get it. And I used to actually look at people with um, gardens who used to do like lawn mowing and stuff like that. And I used to think, oh, that's amazing. I remember a time at my cousin's house when they brought out the lawnmower and I'm just like, yeah, I'm excited to do it. But like, they hate it. And I just didn't understand why. Very misguided. I Very misguided. I did not get it. Because I was like, it's a motor engine. You get to just... It just, for me, it looked exciting. So I've grown up with this, this, this sort of weird view, I think, when it comes to gardening, which I now know is very yes. weird. <laughs> Based on very weird. what happened oh. recently. <laughs> It's part of the curse, bro. It's actually <laughs> part of the curse. <laughs> so, so this house that we recently completed on, we we went up there yesterday. Yeah. Um, and one of the objectives was to cut the grass. Oh, so the guard. How long has that house been vacant for? So, it's taken about six months. Oh lord! So it was a jungle front and back yes. and the back garden's pretty big okay so prior to like going a few days before i'm doing like a little bit of research i've spoken to obviously nash about it and stuff as well so she grew mm. up with gardens and she's like right, i'm right. not gonna like it this that, and, the other. and i'm just like look i'm gonna take care of it you know like oh, no. if it needs to be done it needs to be done <laughs> and so like we were even talking about the longer term and stuff and just you know um getting a garden term, you, right well, so th- my thing was this. I said, look, I will do what it takes to maintain it. And if for some reason it doesn't seem like something that I'm willing to continue with, I'll get someone else that will do it. Bro, what, what it takes to maintain it is a gardener. That's what <laughs> I decided. That is what I have understood. What it takes to maintain a garden is a gardener. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> so, so, so I'm doing my research. I'm up on YouTube and I'm like, okay, cutting long grass. I'm looking at everything. I'm like, just trying to de- just educate myself. Oh my gosh. And all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm, I figured mm-hmm. out two things that I needed was a strimmer mm-hmm. as well as a lawnmower. The strimmer to get the long bits down and then the lawnmower after. So I thought, fine. I'm just going to focus on the strimmer for now. Right? Went out to B&Q, picked one up, ready to go. We got there and 
it was a labor <laughs> <laughs> like and you know what? this is this is the really funny thing because like this obviously as you already know Tolly, like this is where we're going to live um this property so yeah yeah, yeah, whilst yeah. we were there we actually got to meet our neighbors and we, like we introduced right. ourselves to neighbors next to the left to the right across the road a few different ones and little did i know abba had prepared ahead of me the solution okay. and provided really? somebody yes and this is where the miracle comes in because me and my little streamer yeah that i thought was going to help me like i literally it's not strong I, enough i had no no concept of how long it was really going to take Yes. Like I literally thought it was just gonna be okay, maybe one hour maximum two. And what? I think maybe after like five, ten minutes, that's when I realized this thing is gonna be a lot more than I thought. But did, did you start to sweat? Was there sweat dripping? Oh, it's dripping. Didn't you see my numbers right. on my for yesterday? <laughs> like <laughs> how did you think my numbers got so high, bro? Like I did my training in the morning, but that gardening took my numbers all the way up. Um, bro, because it was, I did it last week, yeah, and there was just yeah. a moment, yeah, where sweat just came off my face, I said, <laughs> I'm sweating, I said, why am I sweating, and the garden's not even done, I'm like, I'm sweating, why? The sweat, and you know what made it worse for me as well, bro, is that hay fever tries to get me. Bro! I, I, <sighs> I completely forgot, I didn't even do the maths, like, to remember, at least take your, your, um, antihistamine. Your antihistamine. And I, I didn't take nothing. I didn't have any on me. And so all of a sudden I start sneezing. I'm like, oh, snap. Because, bruv, you're releasing all kinds of random Listen. pollen, dust, <laughs> everywhere. I don't even get hay fever, but I don't even know what I was cutting in that garden. And it was Listen. getting me all over the place. I'm telling you, man. Oh. But, um, so yeah, so I'm maybe like five or ten minutes into the front garden. And then Nash comes back across the road with reinforcements. And so one of the neighbors basically, cause she was across the road speaking with, we went over there together after that, I came back to start doing some work in the garden mm. and the, the lady's husband came back. Mm. This is where, you know, it was sent from above because it turns out he's not just a local person who just so happens to maintain his own garden. He spent, I think it was 35 years. He's retired now. He spent 35 years overseeing in the local borough council, basically how they manage all of their parks and what? now oh he does voluntary work for one of the specific parks and locations where they're just literally doing gardening and maintenance and stuff like that and so so he comes across the road brings his lawnmower brings his this brings his oh. that and I'm telling you man had it not been for the fact that me and my little two fish piece of string because <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused you even what because so I, all i do is i put it on you know the highest setting you know yeah. like with with clippers yeah yeah you know yeah, where yeah. you can put the big one on i don't yeah. even have a strimmer yeah, yeah. I, to be yeah. Fair, I didn't even have a lawnmower i just borrow yeah. people's yeah and yeah. i put it on the highest <laughs> one and whatever goes it goes <laughs> you even did proper research nah, mate. oh listen when he i'm telling you yeah when he came but in fact you know around one was the fact that he actually came over with all of these tools yes. amazing so it's like now yeah. And we're in it. We're going. You're equipped. Place. We're equipped. And it's so funny because there's like there's so many things. Because for me, for me, I'm looking for the lessons, right? Mm. And one of the things that I noticed very quickly was how inexperience caused me to come with inadequate tools. Yes. Like that was the yes. starting point, right? Because even the streamer yes. that I bought 
was a wireless one battery pack so what does that mean cool i'm using it i'm using it i'm using it but it runs out of battery and i didn't yes. have a backup battery as well so if he didn't come with his uh, tools which was a power mains one and everything i'd have been finished been grounded literally wow. until it charges again but um but there was that so then he brings out his tools his tools are working a lot better than mine getting the job done a lot quicker but then i think when we got through the front garden and we got to the back which was like the real jungle <coughs> excuse me <coughs> we'd been there for maybe like five minutes or so mm. and he looked at the bags of grass and stuff that we collected just from that little piece that we'd done and he was basically like you know what? let me call my work and see if i can borrow some equipment calls his boss and he's like oh um you know is it okay if i borrow i can't even remember what this tool was called right i just remember what it did <laughs> <laughs> but he made the request it got approved no problems perfectly fine he disappears comes back like 15 minutes later and he brings this petrol like heavy machinery like sort of equipment and it's like rather than so the streamer that i had and the one that he even brought was with like the kind of string not string yeah. but like the the cable the nylon yeah. yeah whereas this one it had like proper blades Blade. yeah, and yeah, yeah the power like he he said that would cut through your fingers like he said he can't give it to me to use like that's that's how serious it was he has to use it yeah he had to use it and on top of that he was saying like it would cut through baby trees and things like that with no problems like it's it was wow serious stuff the minute he turned that thing on bro that thing ate up the whole garden in no time like and so i noticed straight away there were levels so like there was my basic tool yeah then there was his more advanced tool, yeah, yeah yeah and then there was the real thing and like based on the experience that i came with i wouldn't have even thought about the the levels above what i had i would have just mm. taken however many days using my small piece of equipment but when experience oh. came in the room bro <laughs> Wow. God in his pain, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's real pain. It's real pain because because I live next to a guy kind of like that guy. He's not like mm. a professional by any means, yeah. But when you see this guy's garden mm. at any point in time, yeah, and because we live in a flat, I need to walk down the stairs every time. And as I walk down the stairs, what do I see? His garden the glory. every time. <laughs> the, the glory that I cannot even begin to fathom. Yeah. Mm. And bruv, it's also perfect. But there are so many techniques and different things that these people yeah. know that me and my basic understanding of just apply brute force, get it done, yep. that's it. They mm. know things, bro. They know that, okay, this week I do it like this. Next week I do this. This week I mm. do this. This is what I put on it. This is what it's amazing. Mm. it's honestly amazing it's honestly amazing but that thing about the right tool mm. um it's just yeah it's something so important mm. and i think it like it just i think the the experience got me mm. thinking about how how important it is to in whatever you're doing lean into the experience of others because yes. like you can choose out of pride to just say yeah i'm gonna figure it out or 
or maybe not even out of pride you might just you, for whatever the motivation is you can choose to say yeah i'm going to figure it out and that thing can take you days the same way it would have taken me days with me and my little piece of machinery and no experience mm. but like the benefit of tapping into someone who's got 30 40 plus years at least like mm. of professional experience understanding knowledge of the tools like that literally chopped my job into a fraction of what it otherwise would have been and at the same time and it's a better result it's a much better, better result. result much better result <laughs> and and i think the other thing is it taught me because mm. now even though i was a lot less experienced at that point by kind of tapping into his experience and what Bro, he you leveled up like people, 10 levels i've literally just skipped <laughs> so it's like wow and it just makes me think about life man about how how often do we miss out on the advantage that we can when it comes to tapping into the experience of others you know what i'm saying you know what right what i find interesting is that you said about you know sometimes it's pride that stops us from doing that mm. right but if you think about your example you didn't know who you were living there right mm. it's not like mm. you even said mm. do you know what i'm gonna go figure out how to do my garden you said look the garden mm. needs to be done I'm mm. willing. Let me go. I'm going to go learn myself. I'm going to go yeah. get my tools. Yeah. And I'm going to go do it. But like you said, yeah. God had already prepared yeah. something ahead for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah. Yeah. for me, it's like, okay, as Christians, like, how much do we actually engage with that? How much do we really say, Lord, I'm going to go do this thing? Who are the people that I need to be connected with? Who are the people that you have for me to work with alongside? And sometimes it's like, you guys just went to go meet people, not even to, not because you had no agenda. To do, you no, had no there agenda. was no agenda. No, you just said, let me go be friendly. Let me go meet people. Cause you know yep. that where you're living, God has you there That's for right. kingdoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and in doing that, you, you open the door for stuff that you didn't even know Bro, you needed. Like, and what's going through my mind, even as you're saying that is how he can provide what we need and literally mm. put it on your doorstep on your doorstep yeah 100%. but like if we don't if we don't like even because genuinely like like you're saying the only reason why we introduced ourselves because this is going to be our community these are the people mm. we're going to live amongst so mm. it's already we can and i think the funny thing is the way it started was when we parked up straight away nash noticed that this particular neighbor his wife was looking through the window and mm. it's, it seemed a pretty awkward one and so we were like, all right, well, let's go introduce ourselves, basically. And wow. that's one of those moments where it's like, you can just choose to kind of be insulin, just live in your show and just be like, okay, I'm just here with my family. Let me just focus on going to do mm. whatever I'm doing at the house. Mm. But in that moment, just because we were thinking about, and I think driven by the fact that we were there on purpose, that we were there with mm. kingdom in mind, just mm. in that small initiation of opening ourselves up to just say, hi, this is who we are. Like so many more benefits came out of it so many more benefits came out of it it's amazing because if you even just think about the design of like the church body it's like yeah we're designed as humans to be interdependent right? yeah yeah because even with Adam, it's like it's not good for man to be alone like mm. there is something about humans that we have been built with that need for mm. community that need for fellowship that need to be around people Mm. you know and especially as christians you know because we don't know like what the faith is of your neighbors and stuff yeah but you'll never know if you never speak to them that's right you know that's right so wow 
And by the way, our neighbors are super dope. Like, they're amazing. All of them. Wow. Not a bad word to say so far at all, man. And wow. and I don't I don't even anticipate that there will be bad to say because, like, in yeah, the bro. short time that we were there, say again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I said, and I don't anticipate that there will be a bad word to say because even in the time that we we pretty much spent, imagine this, yeah, we pretty much spent the whole day with them. Um, wow. From day definitely, one. Yeah, from day one. Definitely that couple from across the road. And then even after that, we ended up spending time with some of the ones to the left and to the right as well. Um, wow. But like <clears throat> something else that stood out to me from that whole experience was how, just how selfless they were as well. Because he'd come back from doing half a day of voluntary work. He would planned to use that afternoon to do a 10K walk. Um, wow. And... Obviously, as soon as they kind of they'd met us and stuff like that, they knew what we were doing. Like he laid that aside, and when we were speaking, he was saying, "Cause I, cause I just kept thanking him because I knew how much of a blessing it was for me." Mm. Um, but he was just saying, you know, in life, priorities change. And wow! Oh, by, by the way, the um, this couple, they're both. The wife is seventy. He's sixty-nine, going on seventy. But wow! But listen fit as a fiddle like mm. he didn't break a sweat bro <laughs> like he's <active. laughs> so that's a whole nother separate story but um but yeah he was saying priorities change and how you know like we've all had that phone call where something's come up that caused you to basically drop everything and he said let's just say mm. i wasn't planning to do anything life and death today like what's important mm. is what i'm doing and so it even then got me thinking that wow wouldn't it be wouldn't it be funny bro yeah if we're there going as kingdom members with plans to you know be light and all of that kind of stuff reach out to the lost and then find out that they're actually believers as well wouldn't that be interesting because mm. mm. by wow. their by the by the way that they were engaging their fruits their actions and stuff like that it's, it just seems so peculiar so it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me <laughs> interesting wouldn't surprise me at all I- so I think what would be crazy if, is it if they're actually not really because Why'd you say that? yeah because because bro those are those are behaviors that we should mm. be having as mm. kingdom people right? mm. but it's so often that actually people who aren't Christian actually do those things better than us and that's <laughs> quite sad but I, mm. yeah so I'm intrigued to see which way it goes are they yeah for sure it? man because like I said there's lessons in everything so there's lessons in both yeah 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 for sure you know there's lessons in both Listen, believers or not, I think just the experience of what we mm. received for me taught me. Mm. Like it, it taught me a lot. I think even just about just just love, man, love and selflessness. Um. So yeah, man. So it was a great experience. Great experience. Any lessons you picked up scene. from gardening? Okay, oh, from me. gardening. Oh yeah, my yeah, yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many so so many so what i did on that friday so this was jubilee friday was our lawn i haven't done it since last year right so kind of coming out of coming into like autumn winter i haven't done it since then and then after doing that then i went to my in-laws place because they're they're about to like sell their house and they have this massive massive garden um but it's like 
it's just so big it's almost like too big mm. um, and they had some people come over do the garden but then there was all the wood and all the grass and they chopped down trees so there was all this stuff that needed to go to the to the skip mm. so i then spent the rest of my day like loading up that stuff and and that kind of thing so it's like different types of lessons mm. and i think like the biggest thing for me was just like when you let things grow to that mm. level Mm. it gives you such problems such mm. problems because in my garden there were weeds that i that there were weeds where there were never weeds before mm. Mm. you know like last year the weeds were all kind of confined to the edge but now in the middle of the grass everywhere there were just weeds everywhere different kinds of weeds and these are like thick deep rooted mm. weeds it's just like it had just grown to such a point where like even to pull out those weeds i had to pull out clumps of grass as well mm. you know and it was just like it just got into such a mess so now when you look at the the lawn it looks in a sorry state there's patches everywhere <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so ratchet mm. so for me one of the things was like look i can't i can't allow these things to get to that stage yeah you know because if i'd been doing little bits of maintenance here and there then actually it would have been fine yeah yeah, yeah 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 and you can get stuff like weed killer you can get different things like that where you can actually treat the grass now the other things that bro i don't know how to keep grass yeah I don't know how to tend to it I don't, know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what it needs i don't know which way to cut it i just yeah. you know it's just functional there's no you know, yeah. there's no nurture there's no yeah. Uh, yeah i'm not i don't care for it. i'm gonna concrete the whole thing if i can <laughs> like, fully. we're definitely looking to go that way for the front <laughs> and the right. back we might need to chop some of that down because <laughs> <laughs> why do I need grass for I don't need grass um, but yeah just just that thought of you know keeping it as you go um, and actually putting some extra thought into it because actually there's mm. opportunities for us to take a little chunk and actually grow some like veg and stuff there mm. yes yeah, so I went to visit some friends in Cornwall and they've got this nice little area where they grow like lettuce and they grow like herbs and all this kind of mm. stuff, whatever it is. And I was like, you can actually grow stuff in England. Like I just mm. always thought like, it's important, like I can't grow anything, but actually <laughs> said, it's super easy. So I'm thinking, okay, there's a little patch in my garden that's a bit awkward shapes. Actually, I could just dig it all up and like, so it's just having those thoughts and putting mm. thought into it, learning about what do I need? How do I tend to it? All that kind of stuff. Mm. can actually be quite you know quite productive mm. it's funny what you said um just before about the whole the maintenance thing because there's two things one of them was when we were cutting yesterday the our neighbor what he was saying to me is you know this is the hardest part is when mm. it's all overgrown and yep. you have to kind of bring it back to 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 base one yep um and he was just talking about how, you know, from here on in, it's literally just the maintenance now. Give yes. it a trim every couple of weeks and stuff yeah. like that and all of that and how it gets easier as you get to do it more often. And I think a separate stream of thought that it kind of had me thinking about was sometimes we're like, we pray for the blessing or, yeah. or we want the thing, but we don't always think about or realize what it's going to cost to maintain it. Mm. Like for sure, because bro, even even doing it every two weeks, yeah, that, that costs you something. That's work, bro. Like, like, bro. I don't like it. I don't want to be doing this. That is a cost. Like every two weeks, I have to go out there on a Saturday. Yeah. Oh my yeah. lord, I don't want to yeah. do that. That's a cost. Yeah. yeah. 
and even if you outsource it to somebody else, it's going to cost you money. Like, (laughs) but yeah, man, so many lessons. That's so true. That's so true because I think, and this is this is I guess the question, and this is what we have to go through in life: is Would you rather pay the maintenance every two weeks cost, or would you rather pay this cost that you just paid yesterday? where you've spent so much time, so much effort to get it back to a good place, mm. right? Because sometimes you think, oh, I'll leave it another week and I'll do it. But then six weeks have gone by and now it's overgrown and you've got to do way more work. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And how often, like, whether it's like our weight or like our mindsets or yeah. the, those little things where you let it grow a little bit, you're like, oh, this isn't that big of a deal, did it? But all of a sudden you've got this mess. That little leaven that spoils the whole lump. Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard to get that back out. Almost yeah, impossible man. sometimes to get some of that stuff back out. Mm. And you know, it's, it's <clears throat> I think for me, even going into it, because we could have just got someone to do it from the start. Yeah. But I think there was something in me that, that knew there was something that I needed to learn from it. Yes. Because even when I was speaking to Nash about the possibility of me doing it, like at least for a little while before um, getting somebody in, was because I want the lessons. I know that those things are going to come with lessons. And mm. so I'm very as painful, as difficult, as taxing as it was to do it. I'm so glad that I went for it because Agreed. the things that it's got me thinking as a result, because if we just outsource from the beginning, like I don't think I'd be having any of these thoughts because I haven't had the firsthand pain and experience that has led to me thinking and reflecting like what are the lessons in this kind of thing and I, and I think to be honest even for me like when we're building stuff in the house and things like that yeah as much as possible I try and be involved so that I yeah. can see like okay you've asked me for a thousand pounds for plastering like <laughs> why do you know what I mean why is it a thousand pounds for plastering and when I actually like sit with the man and I do the plaster I say a worker is worthy of his wages because <laughs> You see the way it's finished, the way it looks like now, it doesn't even look like it needs paint. It's just done. You know, so for me, I think there is something in, even if over time I'm going to get a gardener, let me do my time. Let me try it. Let me see why, why, why do you charge me this much money? Let me appreciate the work that you're actually doing. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Because bro, some of these people, they charge you money. When you see them work, you say, okay, no, 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 you're, you're, you're legit at this. Yeah, you yeah, are legit yeah, yeah. at this. <laughs> Listen, yeah. that is taking taking me back to some pains from the beginning of this year, man. With the, with that refurb. Oh yeah. <laughs> when when things went wrong with that weight, one tradesperson and it cost three weeks of hard time and manual labour. You'll never pay cheap again. Never, ever. Never. <laughs> never. never. And you know never. what else? <clears throat> I'll pay happily. Like, yeah. because I, I understand now what it really costs. <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. Because there was one guy who I was watching do spotlights, right? Yeah, yeah. And the thought and the precision. Bruv, the man had a laser. He had a laser out. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, and I said, nah, you you are diligent. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. amazing. It's, and mm-hmm. I've recommended him to like two or three other people already. Just because I watched him do the thing and I said, yeah, like, mm. he's legit. Mm. He's mm. legit. Yeah. So, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. And you know, that's the kind of excellence we have to operate with, man. 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, in whatever we're doing, man. Like, the kind that if somebody is paying, whether it's work, business, or whatever it is, um, or even paying in time in some way, shape, or form, mm. like, we have to deliver that kind of level where it's worth their while. Because you know, Absolutely. bro, like, when you've seen that, that precision, that detail, the excellence... Like you're yes. happily, you're part of the money because oh, you get happily, it, bro. Happily. You get it, and I know you're charging me more than other people, but I Absolutely. know that I'm getting what I pay for. <laughs> yeah, because because isn't that the other 100%. thing is that you're not always just paying for the work itself, but you're no. also paying for the experience, the skill, and yes. everything it's taken for them to be able to execute at that level. To do that, hundred percent, hundred percent, and that's where it's like, what what are the skills that we're building? Mm. you know mm. what are the things because for me what that guy is doing is he's been given a talent he's invested it over the years yeah. and now he's he's got the returns yeah. so it's like there are things that I'm meant to be that person for someone else yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm meant to be able to see someone trying to do something and say okay this is what I've learned so far mm. so because I do this mentorship program right and I've got I think I don't know four mentees and like a nice little group Mm. And we're talking about like, because they're students at uni, we're talking about, okay, what projects are you going to do over the summer? Mm. And one of them was like, oh, I want to start a clothing company. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like, this is dope because I can actually tell you like, I'm not that far in my journey, but there mm. are things that I can tell you that, look, this will save you time, effort, yeah. money, right? Pain, because frustration. Hey, bruv, because, oh. Because even when I just think about, for me, even just picking your garments, right? Because at mm. this stage, you're not going to be able to get them custom made yourself. Mm. And I just think, bruv, I spent money getting like hundreds of garments shipped to my house just to try mm. them on, have my mm. friends try them, all that kind of stuff. So I can tell you that that t-shirt that they're telling you is three pounds each, I can tell you mm. because it's rubbish. Because people <laughs> put it on and they'll go, ugh. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Whereas I know that yeah. some garments, people put them on their like, this is so soft and but it's like this is what we're meant to be doing for other people mm, mm. but like if we don't actually get better at our craft if we don't invest mm. in our skills if we don't have mm. that experience we're not actually of use in that sense <laughs> to other people you know yeah these things aren't just for us because if i if i do my stuff properly like yes i'll make a ton of money but mm. there is more to it that i feel like god wants for us and god almost like expects from us mm, mm. You know, I'm really intrigued to see how it develops with your with your neighbours. Yeah, really, really intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really intrigued. Because I think what's nice now is that we're also getting we're out of the whole COVID thing. So like when I moved into my place, you can't go knock on people's doors. Like you you can't. You know, you have these slightly awkward. Distant comment, like, do I shake your hand? Do I not? Like, you know, yeah. (laughs) Elbow above. You know, so it's it's great that you're moving at a time now where actually you can just go knock on people's doors. You can actually like live in a community. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. And it's nice that you have a good mix of of people around you. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. For sure, man. For sure. I wonder what it was like for Adam and Eve to do gardening. Ugh. Because they were told to tend uh, to the garden, right? No, you're right. But I, I don't think they had, like, weeds and stuff like that. <clears throat> everything was perfect. 
So do you think weeds are imperfect? Or Absolutely. Imperfect? Absolutely. Because they choke Absolutely. and they steal from everything else. They don't have like a purpose. Do you see what I mean? It's like mosquitoes. Why, why would God make something that sucks your blood and gives you diseases? Like, that is the curse, bro. That's actually the Wait, curse. so you think mosquitoes are not from him? I, th- I think, no, I think, for example, yeah, in, in the perfect world, yeah, lions didn't eat deer, right? They didn't eat gazelles. So mm. how they are operating now is not how they operated before because there was no death before, right? So things didn't die like that. So why would a lion need to eat a zebra or whatever? So I think mosquitoes must have had a different purpose. I don't think they were biting us and itching and <laughs> no. No, that is knowing evil. Like, no, we weren't meant to know that pain of mosquitoes. We weren't. We weren't. <sighs> totally getting yeah, bro. It's the curse. Right I'm telling you. Bro, <laughs> no. It's not right. It's not right. It is not right. Oh man. But I do wonder what it was like. I think that's a good a good um question. Honestly, and like do you think we could breathe underwater? <laughs> because Adam and Eve couldn't drown before. They couldn't die. So what did that look like? A majority of the earth was covered by water. Yeah, I Still is. Hands. I ain't got Bro. Hands. <laughs> could, could, we, could we breathe underwater before? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> this life we live now is not it's not how it was meant to be. <laughs> that much it's I definitely not. agree with. <laughs> mm. I definitely agree with that man. But hey. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reasons for Hold podcast. Let us know what you thought. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever it is. And actually, to be honest, we're going to have some better ways coming soon for you guys to hit us up. So, oh, also, one thing I do want to say is I think Peter should get like an accountability tracker. So every now and then we say some stuff on the podcast and then we can't (laughs) forget that we've said it. So, (laughs) So, for example, something that is on my mind is that I'm sure we've promised some kind of giveaway for Dunamis stuff. Yep. to mark like our 50th episode or something so we actually need to do that so yeah. i think peter please can you start an accountability tracker mm. um for all the wild things that we say in the in the in the spirit of the moment of yeah. being on the podcast whether it's the holy sure. spirit or the other spirit you but <laughs> either way if we promise it we should deliver it so yeah, yeah sure. i think peter should start, start keeping the accountability tracker and remind us the book of remembrance that's what we can call it mm. um that we can go back to and say oh yeah i did promise to give away some junior stuff mm-hmm. so yeah yeah get out um yeah go on sir no i said all right yeah peace peace